It's gonna be a good day. Hey, it's a Chewy Show and Adventure Podcast. I'm Chad. And I'm Eric. And we're just feeling extra jivey tonight. You know, most of the time we listen to uh, our intro before we record and we we do. do. It's it's like our pump up jam. And we like do all these little like ad libs on top of it. And I just thought we could record it today and (laughs) that would be fun. Wait, let's start from the top and record all of that. From the top. (laughs) So uh, that's what we did. Oh, yes, indeed. Uh, we have done that, and now we are moving on to another Choose Your Own Adventure adventure. Uh, so this one, I feel like, is a little out of the realm of what we've been doing lately. For sure, yeah. We've moved on from our non-spooky, spooky books. But even, like, I would say within the last, like, maybe three or four months, I feel like this one is maybe a little, like, different. Well, or it has the potential to be I feel like something this, out of the you know, ordinary. This is something along the lines of like a cave of time sort of an episode yeah. where like you don't really know what's going to happen along this adventure. Like the title is not incredibly forthcoming into right. the type of adventure it could be. There's a lot of different ways this could go, which is terribly exciting. We've actually had this book for a while and it hasn't really been on the top of our list, but I'm pretty excited to read it tonight. For sure. For sure. So, uh, Chad, you want to tell them what we got rocking today? Yeah. So we're going to read Choose Your Own Adventure number three. Number three. And it's called By Balloon to the Sahara. And it is by D. Terman. D. Terman. D. Terman. D. D. Terman. D. Terman. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm determined to have a great time <laughs> with this book. Like, there's so many determined puns we, what's Chad, right now. Yeah, Chad read me the name. I was like, wait, are you serious right now? You like, determined? I'm going to try to not make every determined pun that's in my hand. I mean, you could try. No. Instead of swear words, we can count your puns tonight. <laughs> Just a thought. Yeah, maybe we could fucking do that. You know? <laughs> And so we begin. <laughs> uh, that's fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, uh, do you just want to like ha- hot air balloon our way into this story? Yeah, I'm I'm determined to make this a good one. <laughs> Great. I'm so excited already. Oh my gosh. Well, uh, we're going to, yeah, get some hot air into this bitch and we'll see you on the other side. But wait. You almost forgot about the most important yeah, part again. I like, I like always forget. Look, it's been a couple of weeks since we've recorded a pod, okay? It's uh, yeah. I'm a little A lot of a things have happened around. in yeah, our lives. That's very true. It's been in a the whirlwind last two weeks. whirlwind of some weeks here. So you're right. I need to calm down, re- like contain need, my excitement like, for a moment. In recent, we need to like recenter. We do need to recenter. Let's find our zen place as Cherrick. Yeah, that was it. I feel a lot better now. now. I feel so much better about this book now. Oh my gosh, I'm ready. Let's do it. Well, that was a really fast turnaround, Uh, y'all. Determined is not messing around. He is determined to start this story. No joke. (laughs) 
off with a bang. Like yeah. I don't think this is ever like we have a choice on page one. I think it's happened before, but it's it is ha- a it is a rare occurrence. It's a rare occurrence. It is a rare occurrence. So not much to sum up here. Yeah, and it's then great. a rather flip of the coin choice. So here we go. Um we're visiting France uh with our two best friends, Peter and Sarah. Um and I'm gonna quote the book because it was a good oh, it was turn great. of phrase. I really like loved for it. a lark. Yeah. We decide to rent a hot air balloon for the day. Yeah, which is why not. And Peter packs a picnic breakfast. <laughs> and Sarah buys some milk. And then our dog, Harry, um, decides that he wants to come along as well. And we're like, I don't know, hair, like maybe, but it's I don't know, like pretty, dogs on a balloon seems like a poor a idea. Um, but we reluctantly, I mean, like, we, like, we behind. yeah, we let Harry jump in the basket with yeah. us. Um, and then we're off. We, we set off to start our, our balloon adventure. And to the north, we see the white cov- you know white capped Alps, and to the south, the blue of the Mediterranean Sea. Uh. And people, you know, townspeople in the villages below are like waving at us as we, you know, lazily drift along mm-hmm. the azure blue skies. Mm. Um, with the slightest wisp of a cloud. That's a snarfle poof. As as we, uh, you know, float through the sky. So then bad things start to happen. So no, we notice a storm. We notice a storm blowing in from the north. Yeah. Um, and so we immediately have a choice to make. Right. You know, so uh, here's the choice. Uh, if we act now, you can release gas from the balloon and land before the storm overtakes you. If this is your choice, turn to page two. Perhaps the storm will pass quickly. Maybe you can write it out. If this is what you decide to do, turn to page three. Chad, if I may, I'm going to just take a note from Ario Speedwagon here. Sure. Riding the storm out. So you want to you, yeah. you outride the storm? Let's, you know, look, you know, straight ahead, man. We just got in this balloon. I'm not about ready to land. What's that other song? Riders of the storm. Yeah, that's a little bit faster than it is, but yeah, riders in the storm, man. Let's be those riders in the storm. I'm, I mean, I'm down for into, a little into this house we're born. I'm down for a little danger. Yeah, I mean, look, it happens in the movies all the time, and usually it turns out okay. Only a few people die. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. We're just in a big hot air balloon with a lightning storm up ahead. It's great. No worries. Yeah. No, I'm real. I really like. I think that's uh, that's what like I want to do. Like fabric in a wicker basket. That's yeah. not like that's. Not, we have plenty conductive. of safety up here in our little balloon. Okay. And Harry's here to protect us. Harry's got it covered. And look, maybe it's gonna just you know go right past us and barely do be a, a, a blip of a storm. Yeah. Think potentially positively here. Let's do it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Are, are what you, could go are, wrong? Are you in for that? Yeah, I'm done. Okay. Let's do it. Okay, I like the flow of this book so far. Yeah. This is great. Choice on every page. Choice I love it. Choice on every page, man. Okay, so again, not a lot to catch you up on here. Uh, you know, we make it through the lightning storm. It's a frightening and spectacular display of nature. Uh, and it's furious, but as the night passes, the storm clouds break apart and the moon appears above us, right? And uh, the night wind is lovely and warm. And we can see the twinkling of the Mediterranean Sea down below us again. 
So dawn comes, and to the south, we see a hazy line of yellow, which is the coast of North Africa and the Sahara Desert beyond. So now we have to decide, like, should we land the balloon near the shore where the fishermen could help us? I'm not quite sure with what they would help us, but that's an option. Well, I mean, maybe they could help us, like, find something to do? Um, get get fish? back to France? They, I don't know. They could help us find some fish. Or we could drift further south toward the desert. Um, and there's going to the be like... the lure of the Sahara waits. Exactly. Cool oases and date palms. And it says Arabs in flowing white robes. So uh, we decided to like take a vote. So uh, if we all decide to land near the shore, release the balloon's gas and descend to page six. But if the lure of the Sahara is too strong to stop your flight... Put on some suntan lotion and drift south toward page eight. I really hope somebody remembered to pack some suntan lotion. I don't think I did. Peter packed a picnic. But um, did he pack a package of suntan lotion? I don't know about that. But here's what I think is funny is that we decide to take a vote, but we get to decide for all three of us. Like That's, it's unanimous it's either way. Yeah. Like why didn't Peter give us like, oh, I think we should go to the Sahara because of this. And then. What's oh and Sarah's like oh I think we should land because of this and then Harry goes Rup! you know well Harry's vote really kind of outvotes everyone so no joke this is really like Harry's vote right here oh got it you know well in a book called Balloon Over the Sahara to the Sahara to the Sahara we could just head straight to the Sahara like. Seems like we should embrace the title a bit and go to the Sahara. I mean, I'm down for that. Like I said, like I don't know why we would be lowering our balloon to ask fishermen for help. Yeah, help but with what? That's, like, that's yeah, a good like, point. Like, why do we need I, help? Yeah, there's no reason like, there's why no... we need help right now. I mean, I love this choice on every page thing, but I want to touch more context, you know? Right. Well, maybe we have to, like, get a little bit more into the story before these choices become really, like, intense and difficult. There are, like, 40 endings. There are 40 book. endings, yeah. So we've got we've got a lot to choose from here. Um, so are we cool with going to the Sahara? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Okay. Well, then we are going to drift south toward page 8. All right. Well, well, well. Things you do not expect to see in the Sahara. Um, starting a list now. Shark. Shark. Good point. Um, what about a... Um, well, I'm drawing blanks here. Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby. Probably not fine in the Sahara. He's in prison. Um, okay, 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 uh, okay. What about a hurricane? A hurricane? You would not see a hurricane probably in the not. Sahara. Probably no. not. No. I'm guessing not. Um... Like surfboards? Mm, well, you could go sand surfing, maybe. Sand surfing, maybe? Walnut trees. That just reminded me. Do you remember um, sky surfing from that Disney show? Mm, no. Like, it was the one tailspin. Oh, with the chipmunks? Yeah. Okay. Kind of vaguely, yeah, kind and of. Yeah, and one of them had, he went sky surfing. See, when you say sky surfing, I think of Treasure Planet when he had his, like, hoverboard with jets on it and it was like surfing in the sky Ooh, yeah. that's what it reminded mm-hmm. me of so that's what i thought of anyway you could see and surf i suppose uh, i'm mistaken there yes. no it's fine it's good 
Is there, um, there's a sand shark, but I don't think that they live in the Sahara Desert. Nope. I don't think dinosaurs. So I don't think you'd expect to see dinosaurs. Oh, probably not. Not living yeah. ones. No. 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 Macaulay Culkin. Probably not in there. Rainforest. Probably not. Doubt it. Highly doubtful. Uh, what about a UFO? Mm, well, you wouldn't think to find a UFO in the Sahara Desert, but um. Maybe you would. What about a landing platform for an alien spaceship? <laughs> it would be covered up by sand, especially if they hadn't been here for a millennia. I mean, or what if we just recognize them now as the Great Pyramids? Oh, I see where you're going with this. A little Stargate action. I love it. A little, I love little it. Stargate now that, SG-1 throwback. That I could see in the Sahara <laughs> Desert for sure, yeah. <laughs> Except this supposed like spacecraft. I could, see a, I could see a like a crashed Gould mothership that mm-hmm. has been, mm-hmm. you know, like covered by sand and maybe the shifting winds have right. uncovered it somehow. During one of the old sp- battles for for Earth. Yeah. Yeah, between like Anubis and uh, what was the other guy's name? I don't remember. Ra. Ra. Okay, Ra. Anyway. Yeah. Well, here's what we found. <laughs> not a gold mothership, probably. Most likely not, uh, given that the makeup is quite a it's bit a, different. It's a little more so classic we're drifting, UFO. Hey, but here's what happened, y'all. We're drifting along, minding our own business. And Sarah gives gives a shout. Ah! Oh, wow, look at that! Wowzers, look over there! And uh, jinkies, jinkies. Sarah would say jinkies. Yeah, I think yeah. I think Sarah's definitely a jinkies mm-hmm. type. She says jinkies. We have a dog with us. Oh man, might as well. This is gonna be good. <laughs> Rumbo. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and and she says, "Look over there," and we see like a mound, like a silver, like a sliver of s- silvery metal glinting in the distance Mm. and as we drift closer we can see that it's a a dome of metal some kind of dome uh, made of shiny metal with like portholes like hundreds of portholes all around it yeah all around the side yeah and uh harry not harry peter thinks that it could be a uh alien spaceship yeah ufo like maybe a crash and maybe we could be the first people to meet space travelers. Right. And uh, then Harry goes, Oh, no. And anyway, and so, uh, but then, you know, Sarah cautions that, you know, they could be very dangerous. Uh, yeah. You know, and maybe we shouldn't necessarily like land and make first contact and we should stay floating in the sky for safety and, and, you know, check it out a little bit more. You know what I mean? Right. So that brings us to our choice. If we decide to land, pull the cord and descend to check out the alien spaceship, turn to page 16. But if we decide to play it safe, hope the space travelers won't see us and drift on to page 17. Mm-hmm. So what do you think, Eric? Do you want to meet the aliens? Or well, do you want to play it safe? Of all the choices we've had to land so far, this is definitely the most um, intriguing to me. Yep. Agreed. 
And my first instinct is, like, if these aliens, if they are aliens, first of all, and if their intentions were to harm us, they wouldn't have landed in the middle of a desert. Maybe they crash landed, just learned it out there. Uh, okay. Uh, well, maybe. But you'd Nobody think would that... choose to land in the middle of a desert. Well, unless they didn't want to be discovered. What if they're more like secretive aliens instead of like, you know, world dominating aliens? Or maybe their planet, or their home planet is like super hot. And so like right, the dry yeah, heat of really the desert a, is like good for them. They need the climate. Exactly. Um, so I would definitely be curious to go land and check it out. Um, that would be probably my first choice. I suspected that. However, I would not be opposed to floating over them and seeing what other sort of adventures lie ahead. Um, depending well, on where no, you're at. I don't necessarily. I don't necessarily think that not landing means that we forego are passing, the alien, foregoing the mm. alien adventure. We're just give, using an air of like caution. To say, like, let's stay in the balloon and kind of... Take a closer look. See what we see, okay. yeah. Before we just decide to, like, land and meander over there. Well, I mean, if that's the case, you might have kind of changed my opinion. Where are you at? The part there i mean a lot of me just wants to like land and go meet some aliens yeah, because i mean like that's a, definitely that's a, the choice that we would right, normally that's make that's the cherick choice pretty much in the forefront of of what we do here but also i mean i think <clears> in <throat> recent episodes like sometimes playing it safe has led to more intriguing outcomes. Uh, more intriguing outcome. Yeah. Well, not always jumping at like the most obvious, fun, or exciting choice, maybe. Like, hello! Welcome to planet Earth! Right. And they're like, pew pew! Ray gun dead. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, do you want to... Do you want to float over? Oh, man. It's kind of... It's a tough one. This did, is You ate a, a dove one. before we started. What did it um, say? I did. Well, okay. <clears throat> Ready for this little batch of wisdom here? Yeah. Try to be a rainbow in someone's cloud. That is uh, Caitlin W. from Michigan. Thank you, Caitlin. I think if one, it, like the one thing that this seems to say to me is that rainbows and clouds are both still in, in the, the sky. sky. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe we should play it safe. Maybe we should just hang out up here for a while. Yeah. Okay. Let's, I'm, we shouldn't ignore the wisdom of the dove. Caitlin had a very good point, I think. So she does. Yeah. So we're gonna be the rainbow in in the cloudy sky. Yep. And just hang out up there. Maybe our balloon has a rainbow on it. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah, right? I like it. Very colorful balloon. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I can dig it. Thanks, Caitlin from yeah, Michigan. That was very helpful. You are very helpful. Okay, so what page are we turning to? Seventeen. Let's do it. Well. Hmm. We were right about one thing. Yep. The less obvious choice was definitely still a very exciting and interesting. Uh, so, we think we're pretty safe as we're about to pass over this seemingly what appears to be a flying saucer's landing yeah. place. Somewhere we're, we're over the rainbow. Where there's a flying saucer. There are alien creatures ready to destroy your flesh. Yeah. That's the happy version of the song. Anyway. They 
take their guns, they pull them out, they aim them at the basket, and they fire. And they pop the balloon and send you down and tumbling, rumbling to the ground, where they then take you to a metal hut and leave you all alone. We should just sing all of our, uh, <laughs> all of our, uh, what am I trying to say? The words, they're not coming. inside the metal hut, <laughs> we can't get out. Do we follow Harry down the hole or wait it out? Yeah, well, Harry starts to dig a hole. He <laughs> thinks his paws are going out of control. He wants to get out. Should we follow down the hole or should we wait and see what fate holds in store for us? <laughs> this is really great. Yeah, it is. Uh, what a summary. So, I mean, that's actually what happens. So, yeah, this actually all happens. Like, they shoot us down. They they pop a hole in our balloon fabric and we and we go down to a hard landing. And soon we're surrounded by men. It says men in blue spacesuits. They're all very small but very strong. Yep. And several of them shout, and I'm quoting the text here because it's very important. They shout, Glebe Fogo, Glebe Fogo. Mm. And uh, they shove us into this metal hut, and yep. they lock this door behind us. And then Harry immediately starts to burrow into the dirt floor. We realize he's trying to dig an escape tunnel. But we think, hey, maybe we should wait it out and see what the captors want of us. Possibly they come in peace. Um doesn't necessarily seem that way to me right now, but possibly, possibly. You know, they haven't killed us yet, so... They haven't. If we decide to follow Harry down his tunnel, give him a hand, and crawl to page 37. Mm. If we decide to wait to see what happens when our captors come to question us, be patient and go to page 38. Oh, Chad, what should we do right now? I'm starting to think it's not going to go well. For any of us. Uh, I I think we should wait. You want to wait? Yeah. Here is some at this point. Um, what's the guy's name from Stargate? Jack O'Neill. Jack O'Neill. Are we, are we talking? Yeah. yeah so okay. I, you know, W W J O apostrophe N D. What would Jack O'Neill do? I was very confused for a moment. Thank you for explaining that to me. You know, uh, because I think in all of the sci-fi shows that I've watched that have dealt with, like, first contact, right? Like, sometimes it doesn't go well. They think you're a threat. They capture you. They throw you in. But if you are, like, aggressive back to them or, like, try to shoot back or fight back or escape, then they think that you're a threat. But if you just, like, chill, hang out, and talk with them and see what they want, like... Before you take a decisive action, so you're you're channeling Daniel Jackson right now. Oh, okay. That's where WWDJ. you're at. WWDJ. I feel D. like Jack O'Neill would definitely try to get out of this situation because he would not trust short little blue aliens. But definitely Daniel Jackson and uh, Sam. Sam. Yeah. Would be like, whoa, Jack. Hey. You're probably right. Take your yeah. finger off the trigger, especially buddy. if we've never encountered them before. We've like, never. If yeah. we knew that they were they obviously evil, they could just be scared. Yeah, we would be they like, they could just be scared. GTFO. They crash landed on a strange planet, and right. here comes a balloon with three kids and a dog. Right. 
And they immediately just shoot it down because they don't even know what hot air balloons are. Right. They're like, what's this spacecraft? Yeah, they could think it was enemy. You know, maybe totally. they're refugees and they're being maybe tracked by the evil power master. Colorful rainbow balloons are notoriously evil where they come from. Yeah, the rainbow is a sign of like, Tyranny. I want to kill you. Yeah. yeah. Total possibility. Uh, okay, well, let's wait it I out think then. I, I think wait it out. I don't know if digging a tunnel would really be that great either. It'd be really hard to then dig a tunnel gonna, in the sand. And also then we're just going to be, what, right outside of the place where they put us and they're still all around us? Right. And, like, correct me if I'm wrong, but if you dig a tunnel in sand, isn't that just going to, like, keep caving it back in? Like, can, well, yeah. you even, can you even dig a tunnel in sand dune? I don't know. I don't think so. No. It doesn't seem like it's going to work It's not out. like snow. We're going to crack this one up to Harry being a dumb dog. Don't insult Harry like that. He's just trying his best. Okay, fine. I'm sorry, Harry. I didn't mean it. But we're going to stay here. So stop it, Harry. We're going to hang out. (laughs) (laughs) Well, who would have seen this coming? Determine, I love you. Determine. Oh, oh you cheeky bastard. Uh, this dude. Okay, so. I don't even know if it's a guy or a girl, but. Either way. D. That's true. Determine is very ambiguous. Uh, so, <clears throat> after a while of waiting in this metal hut, the door finally opens and they let us out. And again, uh, they say, Glieb Vogel. And they shake our hands and then they poke us with their long fingers and they make us laugh, which to them is like really wonderful. Like they're happy that we're giggling with laughter. So great. They're super friendly. And then we follow them into the inflated dome where there are hundreds of these spacemen and women sitting and eating in what looks like a cafeteria of sorts. And And I'm like, hey. They're welcoming us into yeah, we're the hungry. Fold. We've been in this thing for a while. Thank you for letting us eat some food. So he like takes us down the cafeteria line, and as he goes, he points to like a pink mush, which he then says is Glebe Mugga. Mm. And then next Sounds he delicious. points to a cup of green liquid and says Glebe Orfit. Learning the language. And then near Why the, does everything start with Glebe? I don't know. Maybe it means like tasty. Like t- okay. tasty food, tasty beverage. Uh-huh. And then at the end of the line, there are many colored plates of food uh, which look like dessert to us. So dessert in the desert. Yeah, I'm like, I'm thinking like, oh, he just, you know, dessert, desert, like. But he says, Glebe Fogo, which is, uh-huh. what, which is what he's been saying to us. Yeah, sure. Uh, dessert. Right. He leads us into a kitchen. Where there are men who are cooking, and they push us toward a large door. Uh We suddenly realize that it's a door to a vast oven, and we are Glebe Fogo, Spaceman's Dessert. So, I'm just going to read the last sentence here, because it's pretty fantastic. Uh, What a terrible end, but you hope that at the very least you'll give them indigestion. (laughs) And then it says, the end. Burp! (laughs) (laughs) So we got eaten by aliens. We got eaten by aliens for at least for dessert, like the best we, part yeah, of the meal. We are, yeah, we're like the creme de la creme of dinner. So yeah, Glebe Fogo point, all the way. Point Cherick. Go us. We got eaten. 
So hmm. that didn't go very well. Nope. But on the bright side, it does afford us the option to go back to any of our previous choices. But first, a word from our sponsor. Actually, I don't know. Chad, you, uh, <laughs> you can just go ahead and do your little speechy speech thing. Well, do you want to look at the... I do want to look. I do want to look. This is... Yeah, the last episode, we didn't go back to anything. So I think we're a little off our game on the like... We're a little off our game. Oh my gosh, what do we do? We, can have, we actually have a respawn. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so just, you know, if you guys want to uh, check us out on the line at uh, cherrypodcast.com, you can find a lot of cool information um about the pod and the people who helped make this happen and links to all the episodes and and different things like that so uh feel free to check us out there shoot us an email we'd love to hear from you tell us what you think of the pod uh etc also uh we are trying to uh get some new choose your own adventure books uh it believe it or not we're running low on the ones we have on hand so if you guys have any laying around the house and Maybe you had them growing up and you want to donate them to the cause. Shoot us an email. Send them our way. Shoot us an email. We'll give you our uh, shipping address here at Cherry Studios. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and I'll even mention you on the pod when we read it. Shout out. Shout out on the pod. That's free publicity, man. No, no press is bad press. <laughs> totally Or something like that. Yeah. Anyway, uh, this week, yeah, our sponsor is, um, it's a really cute little new boutique shop that um, opened up here in town. It's called the uh, Chat Noir. It's just a little, um, you know, clothing boutique. Um, they're, they're a little, maybe gothic emo, but like in an updated and modern, like fresh kind of way. Um, so they're like trendy emo. A little bit, yeah. Like emo inspired. Like if Hot Topic was like a cool store where you wanted to buy clothes. Can we coin the term dark hipster? Ooh, yeah. Like like they're, they're yeah. It's they're, a dark hipster. They're, they're the dark hipster. Mm-hmm, the dark yeah, hipster. It's, it's where you go to find dark. If you're hipster a dark clothing. hipster, this is the place for you, Shadow Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, they're just a cute little shop here in town you should check them out you can find them probably on the line or wherever but uh, mention our pod and you'll get a free pair of socks some dark hipster socks oh yeah no they're like black they're pretty cool they're black argyle yeah oh yeah my favorite yeah oh argyle and but they're black and they're argyle yeah that's why it's a dark hipster yeah so uh, anyway Eric, you've had a minute here to read over the choices. I, I glanced at them earlier, so I think I know Chad. maybe a, one where I'd like to jump back to, but I'm curious to know your thoughts. I'm not going to lie. It's kind of been a difficult choice for me. Uh-huh. Um, I don't necessarily think that landing to greet the aliens is very interesting to me. Okay. We Given it, the fact that we're right. dessert. So we played it safe and we floated over and we still encountered these aliens and it did not go very well. So I feel like maybe landing would kind of be along the similar track, mm-hmm. if you will. Mm-hmm. So what's most intriguing, I think, to me would either be to dig a tunnel out, which was just the, right, just the last choice that we did, which is potentially another ending 
seems like it could be to me. It seems like it could be. Um, I'm not going to lie. I'm 50-50 on that. It really could go either way. I'm not sure like what else we would... I guess it's, I'm... Okay. Actually, now that I think about it, it's probably going to be an ending because we don't have a balloon We don't anymore. have a balloon and we're stuck in the middle right. of the Sahara. There's nowhere so for us to really go. go. Okay. So then I think, honestly, the most interesting thing to me would be to land by the shore and ask the fishermen really? for some sort of help. Yeah. I don't know. It's just... It's a different... It's a different way to go. Really? Okay, but what were you thinking? Land and talk to him. You wanted to... T- I mean, how is that going to be any different? I don't... It. It's a made-up book. You think it'll go better? It could. It oh. couldn't go much worse. Well, I guess that's fair point. I don't know. Like, maybe in this other alternate timeline... They're not going to eat they're us? They're not going to eat us. Okay. Well, maybe, yeah, maybe if we land beforehand, we can get, like, the, you know, the upper hand. We can, like, sneak hand. up on top yeah. of a dune and spy on them. Okay. 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 Well, I'm okay I'm to not, do that. I'm like, I don't, I'm not, I don't think quite up for abandoning this alien you plot. Want, okay, so you want to hang around the alien excitement. Okay. That's why like, I was kind of trying to, like, let's go back and find a different story. But if you want to stick with the aliens, I I'm think, okay with that. I think that. there's more to be, like, we just saw the spaceship. Like, both of those choices can't be endings, and one of them has to lead to a more interesting adventure. Oh, okay. All right. I'm going to trust you on this one. I would like to remind you that there are 40 endings in this book. Yeah. Okay. Four, I know, know four zero. That. That's yeah. up that's a there. lot of endings. That's up there for the like most like endings we've had in a book. Human before. eating aliens. A lot of these are potentially going to be endings. I'm just saying, like, they don't always have to be human eating aliens. Okay, well, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna trust your instincts on this one. Like, just because they were in one ending. Wait, did they say that word? After we floated over, right? And then they shot us. Well, yeah. And they were like, Goosefraba! You know, yeah. Goosefraba! Glebe Fogo. Yeah. They didn't say it until they encountered us. Great. Right. So there's an opportunity for us not to be dessert. I sure hope so, buddy. I sure hope so. Okay, well, we're going to go back to page 16 and land before we float over the alien spacecraft. Godspeed. Oh, God save the queen. Well, we didn't get eaten. Right. You're and right. And you know why? Because it's a different reality, alternate universe, blah, blah, blah. And they saw Harry. I mean, they saw Harry last time. No, they didn't. He's a tiny dog in a basket, and we were up in the air. There's no way they could have seen they Harry. Took they took us all to a they hut. They shot first and asked questions later. <clears throat> See, that's why you don't shoot first, Han. Han. Which was proven in canon that he did. <laughs> in that horrendously blah movie. Anyway, that he has at least a... He's done it before and he'll do it again. Anyway, so... Uh, he's dead. We drift down slowly, calmly. Peacefully. land... Languidly. Ooh, good word. Yeah, thank you. And land our space... Spaceship? Hot air balloon? <laughs> our hot air spaceship. Our hot air balloon. And we're quickly surrounded by the aliens. Glebogo, Glebogo, Glebogo. No, no, none of that, none of that, none of that. <laughs> and the aliens have giant ears, and they all point to Harry, and get uh-huh. really excited because Harry 
also has large ears, and they think he must be our leader because his ears are so much larger than ours. <laughs> and so they motion Harry to follow them, and we all follow Harry. I mean, wishing that our ears were big and floppy. Like, why didn't we get, you know, what is it, plugs? Like, put in <laughs> or something, you know? They're so Stretch unsightly, our lobes. Chad. So unsightly. Stretch our lobes out. Anyway, they take <laughs> us to uh, Silver Dome, and they bow very low to Harry. Good day, sir. As low as short people can bow. Mm-hmm. And, but then, uh, just as we thought things were going so well, a red mist fills the room, and we all collapse. Dud, 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 dud. Uh, not dead, just unconscious. I was worried for a second. I was like, oh, God, the red mist. No. Anyway, several hours later, we wake up feeling wonderful and completely rested. And a gong bongs and a alien man with giant ears that hang down past his elbows uh, greets us and announces himself as their maximum leader. Um, and he gives a little bit of their story. He says they're space time travelers they've run out of fuel for their ship um there he says we have large quantities of it here on earth but they've been digging and all they can find is sand and water um and he, then he shows us some of it and we kind of look at it these small white crystals we kind of smell it we decide to taste it and it's common ordinary salt so their fuel is salt salt but they don't have any there's none immediately around their ship. But they have found out that there is a tribe of men that live to the north and that their leader has large quantities of this salt. Oh, just like in storehouses. They've just stored salt. And he wants to know if we would like to accompany him on their quest to overtake this village and claim the salt. For themselves. Or, he says, or, surprisingly, he says, if we don't want to do that, he will just let us go in peace. No harm, no foul. Well, you forgot the fact that all of this was said in a very low voice. It was said in a very low voice. The alien leader had a very he low voice. He had a very voice. low voice. Yeah, oh, very so low. So voice. low. How low can you go? can't go that low no i can't my voice is extraordinarily high you know <clears throat> what i hadn't noticed <laughs> <laughs> okay uh so chad we should probably not start a war between aliens and a tribe in the sahara like why can't we just like go to the nearest town and like buy a shit ton of salt what do you have tons of money to spend they're alien men we could sell something Oh, yeah, like some technology? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's not an option, Chad. I know. Uh, they obviously don't want to share their technology with us. Like, let's just go to Costco and buy some salt. Think, oh, things that aren't in the Sahara, Chad. Costco. Costco. Yeah. Not there. Truth. We forgot about that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. There's no bulk stores in the Sahara. <sighs> I'm guessing. I've never been there, but. One day. Yeah. Why don't we like get a whole bunch of water from the ocean and boil it to get the salt from the water? See, now that makes sense. But they probably don't know that there's salt in the ocean, so we would have to tell them. Right. Like, let's drop some earth knowledge. Maybe we're not that smart. 
I mean, we're small enough. We're smart enough to know what salt water is. We just drifted over the Mediterranean. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's not a freshwater sea. That's a saltwater sea. You know that's right. You and me both. We're gotta be like within a stone's throw of of the uh, the lake in Israel. You know the one. Oh, the Dead Sea. The Dead Sea. Or yeah, where nothing survives because it's so salty. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think we're a stone's throw away from that. In alien spaceship standards, we are. Yeah, well, they can't fly their spaceship because they don't have any salt, Chad. Uh, That's why they're stuck in the middle of the effing desert. We can't even take, like, a little jumper ship or something? Well, now, that I don't know about. They haven't said anything about a little, you know, space rover, space... Whatever, you know, like a air bike. Right, hover jet cargo ship how are we going to get to this village are we going to hoof it i guess they we're going to oh our balloon's no, not yeah, shot they down didn't shoot it down we could we could hot air balloon our way over there that's inconspicuous okay look well the real question here is are we going to help these aliens or not i mean yeah right it seems like the friendly thing to do if if in one reality they would cook us for dessert we should maybe be nice to them just in case and maybe we can, like, negotiate. Like, maybe salt is not, like, such a valuable commodity. To this tribe? To this tribe, dude. I don't know if they have storehouses. It seems kind of important. You made up that word. They didn't use that word. What? Okay, well, okay, what, okay, what did it say? It's, it seemed to me that they had, like, stashes of it. What What did the book say? Oh, in their storehouses. They have great quantities. I did not make up that. Thank you very much. (laughs) So. Uh, I mean, salt is. I mean, but it's just, but it's just salt. How valuable can it be? That's fair. That's fair. You know, they should have crash landed in the Himalayas where there's that fancy pink salt. Mm, I bet that would have like been like super salt. Super. Yeah. They would have just. Ludicrous speed. Ludicrous speed. We've got blood. Yes. Yes. Let's let's hit some ludicrous speed. I'm down for that. So we're going to help the aliens? Yeah, let's help them. Why not? Okay. Just in case they would eat us otherwise. I mean, he says he'd let us go, but can we trust them? I don't mm, think so. Yeah. Goose Raba, man. Let's get on their good side. <laughs> okay. This book's okay. ridiculous. Yeah, no, I'm having a great time right now. So, Zoot Glieb, the space leader, exclaims with pleasure. And then he's like, I knew I could count on you guys. You're the best. Now, look, go inflate your traveling, your space traveling machine. I think you call it a balloon. 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 And uh, travel north toward the desert men's stronghold. (laughs) Then he's like, some of my men will make a noise to distract them outside the wall. <laughs> the desert men will ride out to investigate. And you will use this handy laser pistol to cut a deep trench around their forces. They'll be helpless. And then he like, he rubs his hands together. There wasn't an evil laugh in there, but that's pretty much exactly right. Yeah, it, he is very gleeful at his own plan. Gleeful. So. Gleeful. <laughs> <laughs> He's zoot gleeful, if you will. That was 
spectacular. <laughs> You're welcome. And then Sarah is concerned. She's like, well, and then what? You won't hurt them, will you? And he's like, oh, God no. Damn it, Sarah. And then he laughs again. Ho, 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 ho. He's like, he's like the alien Santa Claus, really. Uh, he's like, we'll take their white crystals and leave them with 10,000 space credits. Well, that's nice. What are they supposed to do with space credits, okay. Eric? So here, this is what he says. He says, they might not be able to buy anything with them right away, but who knows? Who knows? If they ever come to Gork, which is their planet, um, they could purchase all sorts of delightful things. So, you know, there are opportunities for this desert tribe to fly to Gork through space. Yes. But let us not linger on that. He says, off with you now, he commands, and uh, take this laser pistol, naturally. So we take the pistol, and we get up in our balloon, and we're flying over the desert. And soon enough, we're drifting over there toward the enemy stronghold, and then Peter uh -huh. points to the north. I feel like Peter is always the bearer of bad news, it seems to me, in this book so far. Maybe that's incorrect, but... Peter, why just... don't you go peck a peck of pickled peppers? You yeah. know what I'm saying? And then eat them. Uh, there you see, a, okay, so like we see this balloon in the distance, okay? Triple pickles. Triple pickles. <gasps> Peter would have a case of triple pickles. <laughs> he seems like the triple pickle kind of eater. I, I could take a triple pickle right now, actually. That sounds great. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, we immediately assume that this balloon that looks like ours must belong to the enemy, which seems like a jump to me. Seems like a jump. But uh, should we allow it to drift closer and then maybe talk to them about peaceful relations? Or would it just be better to blast them with our laser pistol? Pew, pew. That's, um, I like to call it the pew-pew option. The pew-pew option? Okay, yeah. so if we choose to try peaceful negotiations, shuttle off to page 109. If we go for the pew-pew option, uh, we're going to see what happens on page 73. Okay. Long shot theory. Lay it down. They're space-time traveling aliens, right? Yes. Okay. I think so. Maybe not, but in the last one it said that. Okay, so what if the balloon that looks exactly like our balloon coming towards where we're coming from is actually us, and somehow we've traveled back in time and we're sailing towards ourselves so we could warn ourselves not to go check out the alien spaceship and avoid this all together. Oh, that is totally a Star Trek episode or a Stargate episode. And I am totally hoping that that is what happens. That sounds awesome. Right? And I'm in. That but sounds also, fantastic. Like, I just keep coming back to the fact it's freaking salt man it is freaking salt and the and the it seems like a ridiculous idea to me that first of all this enemy stronghold in the desert would have a hot air balloon exactly like ours we got ours in france and second of all that they would know that we're coming <gasps> what's that thing what i don't know what the thing? the french riviera legion oh their army no like the, oh gosh darn it. Okay, like it was a thing. Like, yeah, I think it's called like the French Legion. Are you sure it wasn't they the like, French Legion? They like 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 no, a big, they like gross... patrol the desert. It's like signing up for. Uh, 
gosh, I'm just blanking on all the Was words. Was this a long time ago? Like, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I think it still exists. Okay. I don't know anything about the French Legion. I'm sorry. I got nothing. Like, are you saying that like, there are that, troops in Africa? What's that thing that, like, hippies, like, sign up for to, like, go, like, do good things and save the earth and, like, people do it before they go to college, like, find themselves? Oh. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. The Peace Corps. The Peace Corps. It's like the French Peace Corps. Okay. Okay. Only Wait, they. Where are you going with this? I'm just saying, like Maybe we got our in the, balloon in, in France. Maybe it's a French. It's the French Peace Corps and this hot air balloon. Yeah. Well, that would make peaceful negotiations pretty simple, wouldn't right, it? Right, because like we're French, they're French. We're not French, but we're, 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 we're in France. A, a hot air balloon. You know what? A French hot air balloon would have a rainbow on it. I'm just gonna say Bingo. that. I'm just gonna say that. Or a cheese. <laughs> like it's made of cheese. Or it's got a big picture of picture cheese. Of on cheese. It. A picture of cheese. Uh huh. Yeah, okay. What kind of cheese do you think a French hot air balloon would have on brie. it? Brie. Brie. A yeah. picture of brie cheese. Mm -hmm. That would just make me want to With eat a, brie like, cheese all the time. With a baguette and a glass of red wine. <laughs> it's, got, it's got all of these things emblemized on the side of the yeah. hot air balloon. Yeah. Man, that would just make me want to have a picnic all the time. Welcome to freaking France, man. Ugh, I want to go so bad now. I know. It's on my number one list of places to go. Is it really? Yeah. It's like France above all else. Yeah, above all else. See, I think for it's me right now, it's my bay trip. It's, it's you know like what I'm Greece. saying? I want to go to Greece more than anything. Yeah. Okay, well, we can discuss this later. I don't really like Mediterranean food. Don't like your heh about my Greece idea, but whatever. I mean, I'll go. Could go the to France old, first. Like Athens and the and the ancient architecture and sure. columns. You don't like Mediterranean food? No. What? Pita bread, hummus? Uh, no. Feta cheese? Uh-uh. Oh, God. I Olives? Know. I don't know if we can be... Well, I agree with that, but the rest of it's delicious. Falafel? I could maybe eat a falafel. <laughs> falafel. It's kind of like a waffle, right? <laughs> it's a falafel. I love Indian food. You want to go to India? Taj Mahal. Totally down for that. Five billion people. Let's do it. Let's eat tons of curry. Um, let's go on like... Let's recreate that movie around the world in 80 days. Done. You know, it's going to be so much easier than it would have been when that movie was like No, set. but we have to do it. Just like that? In the hot air balloon. Oh, okay. Yeah, around okay. the world in 80 days in a hot air balloon. Okay, yeah, done. Okay. Let's do it. I mean, I could take a couple months off. We'll take our podcast on the on the road or on the air, as it were. Yeah, we can use like sap phones and yeah. stuff. It's fine. We'll hook just up, land hook somewhere. Hook up a dish. Yeah. Oh, ooh, live. We'll be live. It will be like they're running. Live from the pod. For 80 pod days. From, pod from the balloon. We'll call it pod on the run. Oh my gosh, that's such a good idea. Pot on the run, yeah. Yeah, pot, well, yes. Pot on the run. Mm -hmm. Pot on the run. Gonna have some fun, pot <laughs> on the run. Okay, but uh, back to our choice here. No, no, let's talk to the people, because I'm still like, one, okay. it's freaking salt. Okay, and so like, let's just not shoot them with our laser first thing. Right. Okay, that like, makes sense to me. We're humans, they're humans. Most likely. We need some salt. Anything's possible. Like, I could walk next door to the old lady who lives across the hall and be like, can I have some salt? And she'd be like, yeah, here's all the salt you could ever want. Okay, but Thank we don't you. live in the Sahara. So, who knows? Nonetheless, 
we're going to turn to page 109 and try peaceful negotiations with these other hot air balloon travelers. <laughs> okay, we're just going to be yelling at each other from our hot air balloons. This is going to be great. Oh I'm the my greatest god. that it has ever been. Oh my god. I'm the king of these books. Oh my I'm god. I'm the king of it. I cannot Chad. What? Of all of the things that you have predicted, this <laughs> seriously might just be the most impressive. I am I'm blown away. I'm blown away at your capability to do this. Like I Y'all almost word for word nailed seriously, it. Seriously, the book was like as you draw closer to the balloon, it's like looking in a mirror. You are looking at another you, another Peter, and another Sarah. And, and then it says, oh, like, obviously her. somehow you have warped through time and come back and met yourselves. Which is exactly what Chad said. Uh, it's <laughs> just unbelievable. We, you know, So we have this interesting conversation with ourselves. And it seems that, like, the desert men that we were going to meet need water. Surprise! They're in the desert. They're in the desert. But the spacemen found a ton of water. Right. So the spacemen discovered lots of water by blasting holes in the desert looking for salt. So they set up this trade. Water for salt. Bingo. So we return to these spacemen and we tell them of this arrangement. And they seem a little disappointed that there's not going to be any major war, but a bargain is a bargain, so they're game to hold their end of the bargain. But what about the space credits, Eric? Well, they're not... What about the space credits? Chad, they're not a part of this bargain because we traded salt for water. There was no space credits needed. They wanted water more than space credits, okay? So, as a reward, the maximum leader... Invites us for a quick tour of the solar system, which seems very exciting to us. But unfortunately, our seats are in economy <laughs> class and the food is terrible because there is way too much salt in the food. The uh, end. Seriously, though. That was amazing. Right? That was, I just, mind blown. I don't, I don't <sighs> even know how I do it, man. That's just fantastic. I don't know how I do it. That was like a perfect sci-fi trope that they put in this book. Now, that makes me wonder, if we would have landed on the shore, would we have met the tribe who was looking for water, and told they told us about the aliens, and that's another storyline in this book that maybe would have led to the same ending? I'm, pro- I'm probably not. That's my assumption. Because if we would have landed on the shore, and the tribe was somewhere close by, they would have been very close to water. But maybe we land on the shore and we venture inland by camel. Nope, 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 Chad. You can only predict so much. And I think you did a wonderful job with this I'll choice. Stop. I'll stop. But we have but to we have to read the pew pew option. We have no, absolutely. We have to go back and read the other one. But I think that if we had chosen the shore option, we would not have even encountered aliens or anything to the like like that, you know? Oh, uh, maybe not. Like the adventure would have taken us somewhere completely differently. But where did this other Cherik and Peter and Sarah come from? Oh, they came, they they were us. They just went through some sort of time warp, is what the book said. No, but see, they were the us that met the tribe that had the salt, who needed water. And they told well, the other us about the aliens who had water. So here's what I think. And is they that were sending somehow, us to war with the aliens. But then us, us. No. See, I think somehow in this other reality, they they went from the aliens 
to make some sort of deal with these people like we were doing. Oh. And then they were on their way back. Now, it does the same thing about, like, did we all go back? And now there's, like, two sets of us in the same reality? <laughs> I don't know, dude. Like, that's just, no, like, kind of a cluster. No, one of us had to take the salt, no, the water, back to the tribe. Okay. But now there's, like... And the other us had to take... There are legitimate doppelgangers in the Maybe, same reality. Maybe. I don't now. know. It's weird. It's very strange. It time, got strange. Time, time travel is a weird thing, and this doesn't, like, resolve any of that. So we're just not going to worry about it. And we're going to go back to page 73 and choose the pew-pew option. Well, that was, uh, that was very, uh, anticlimactic, one could say. One might say. (laughs) Uh, Chad, catch everybody up. It'll take two seconds. Okay, so before we have the chance to pull the trigger, the other balloon fires at us. Blap, blap. But a sudden gust of wind, like, forces our balloon out of the way. And then we take aim and pew, pew. At the other balloon, and we hit them, and they burst into flames and crash, and we see them just going down in flames, you know, to the uh, desert floor. And so we're now free to go on many adventures. But for our enemy, it is the end. And it's the end for And us. it's the end of the book, Two. yeah. Yeah, see, that confused me. Chad was like, and for enemies, it's the end. And I was like, okay, great. I didn't pause enough. For our enemies, it is dot, 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 the end. Right. So I was like, let's keep going. And then there was nothing else to go on to. Nope. Well, so essentially, in this very quick ending, we killed ourselves. Yeah, we did. We blew ourselves out of the sky. Alternate reality time traveling us. They're dead. Yeah. Well, that's how it goes sometimes, I suppose. So are we also dead? No, we're fine. We're, are we even we... going to like go back to the aliens? Are we just not roaming the planet with a laser gun? Here's my question. I wonder if we're stuck in some sort of time loop where we continue on our adventure and somehow head back this way. I don't know, man. And then the new us is always blasting uh... us out of the sky. <laughs> that's kind of a conundrum, oh, that's you weird. know? Yeah. Weird, for sure. Um, Well... That, Eric, that's it, man. What did you? What I learned? Did you learn anything? What I learned was that was a really fun book. That was a really fun uh, book. It exceeded expectations, I think. What did I learn? Um, what did Eric learn? Ooh, I don't. Ooh, I don't, this is a this is a tricky one. Um, I don't think I learned anything. I mean, maybe just that aliens are always they're going to be tricky. Yeah, you know. Goose Robot, man. Like, even in... Well, I don't even... What did they... What was the word? Gleebfogel. Gleebfogel, man. Gleebfogel. Dessert. Um, like, no matter what, whether they eat you or whether they send you on a quest, uh, it's always going to be interesting and you never know what's going to happen. And, you know, uh, you got to be on your toes, man. I just, this book was just entertaining for me. It, it was, was just a lot, a lot of, fun. of fun. No, it was a lot of fun. It was lighthearted. It was fun. You know, it was just a breath of fresh air. Wait, wait. I have something. Uh Uh-huh. Always have a dog as a companion. Ooh. Because if we hadn't had Harry, those aliens would have eaten us again. We need to go buy dogs, dude. We do. I got nothing. I need a dog. We have no dogs. Yeah. So there's something, you know? Yeah. All right. Well, let's freaking go to the pet store. Let's go. All right. Well, we better sign off then. 
We are going to go get some dogs. As always, I've been Chad. And I am Eric. And together we have been Cherrick. Oh, that was awesome. Really that was good. wonderful. Great both times. Uh, yeah, Bible into the Sahara. 40 endings, y'all. We found three of them. Three of them. I'm going to repeat that. Three out of 40. So if you all go find this book at your public library or at Half Price Books or wherever you find your wonderfully local bookstores, let us know what happened, you know? Okay. Like, there's lots of places to go and read things, and uh, this has a lot of different options. That's fun. So hit us up. As always, we've been here, and we already went through that part, so now yeah, I'm we just did. talking. And, um, Bye, y'all. Have a go. good one. Catch Peace, you later. Love and